Devoid of Space is a space horror anthology. The content of these episodes may not be for everyone, so please listen with care. This episode contains the following content warnings. Adult language, amputation, body horror, depression, hospitalizations, loss of bodily autonomy, memory loss, self-harm, and vehicular accidents. get a quick breakfast in. I made pancakes. I put blueberries in mine. Sorry if you accidentally got a few. I can eat around them. It's worth it for your famous pancakes. They're the best wife ever. No work today, Liv? I mean, you're just in the den every day, but like, absolutely no groundbreaking stories to cover this morning. The system has suddenly crawled to a stop. No, the news world can live with that little old me for a bit. I took the day off. You have a doctor's appointment, remember? Oh. Right. Listen, it'll be okay, Cass, I promise. How are you feeling? Funky fresh. (laughs) For real, though. Any pain today? Mm. No, actually. I think my neural connections or whatever are pretty sad. Cybernetics feel like they're actually a part of me now. No phantom limb? I mean, sometimes. Less now. Medicine's been helping, and I think the massage has too. You have 
magic hands do. <laughs> well, you knew that before. Might be why you married me. Not entirely. But in all seriousness, I've always been a sucker for a girl with smarts. Mm, then you chose very wisely. You've been in your studio lately. Yeah, I've finally been hit with some inspiration. The pain's been pretty manageable recently, so I've felt like I can actually paint again. I know that's been killing you, being away from your art. It's hard to paint when you have to relearn how to use your good hand, I mean, your new good hand, I guess. It's been nice to get my thoughts and feelings out on the canvas. It's cathartic. Too bad no one's going to buy them. You sold a few early on, while you were recovering. I know it's not the point, but... I mean, that money's just a drop in the bucket paying back all these ridiculous medical bills. Babe, it's okay. We're making it work. All that matters is that you're here, you're safe, and you're getting better. Say so. It's times like these, I really regret not listening to my parents. A real job could have paid for this stuff. Your parents are assholes, and I'm glad you didn't. You eat, sleep, and breathe art. You would have been miserable otherwise. Between the two of us, we'll be okay. I'm picking up a few new stories on medical engineering, and that's bound to bring in some revenue. We might just have to stretch some things out until then. Make do with less. We've done it before, and we can do it again. We're bros at this point. God, Liv, I can't tell you how excited I was to finally hold a brush in my good hand again. Properly. Be able to apply whatever pressure I wanted. The fine movements I'm still working on, but it's better than I thought it would be. When I woke up in that hospital bed, I thought I'd never get to do that again. At least I'd have to spend years learning to use my other hand. I feel a little guilty that these cybernetics were so expensive, but... Don't. Don't feel guilty. I wouldn't have asked for something like this for you if I didn't think they'd be helpful and worth the debt. I know you'd do the same for me. Of course. That's what we do. We... Take care of each other. Thank you for taking care of me, Olivia. For better or for worse. I know someday it'll be my turn for bad luck, because that's what always happens to us. But I'm not worried. I know you'll be there for me. So don't worry. I'm right here with you. Always. Oh shit, you did get a few blueberries. I'm sorry. I'm cutting around them, and you can eat those bits. Cass, I really don't get it. They're gross. Ugh. Oh. Sorry. Don't apologize. I know you're nervous, but it's just a checkup, dear. It'll be alright. I'm sorry. You're coming in up with me, right? If they let me, I'll be right there. Thank you. I really don't know what I'd do without you. Miss Cassandra Reed? 
Doctor. Come on back. It's good to see you again. Uh, you too. Um, is it okay if Olivia comes back? Absolutely. She's acted as your medical proxy and has been very involved in this process. I figured it would set you both at ease. Come on in, come in. Cassandra, if I could have you sit in the big chair. Thank you. Pardon me a moment, just have some equipment to hook up. Equipment? Just vitals, Cassandra. Blood pressure, heart rate, temperature, the usual. I should forewarn you that we will need to plug into your cybernetics this time to check on their functioning. But that won't cause you any pain. I promise. Patient number 113D is an amputee, ipsilateral arm and leg with an additional cybernetic implant in the skull. It has been 10 months since the accident, and she is here for a checkup. How's her progress? She's doing well. Seems to be adapting to the cybernetics pretty quickly. And given the timeline and the... the model she received... Cassandra, you've been regularly attending physical therapy? Yep. Doing your exercises at home? Mm-hmm. Staying active? Trying new things? Getting back into old things? She's back to painting. Excellent! I remember that was the most important milestone you mentioned when we talked about setting recovery goals. How are you feeling mentally? There are... good days, bad days. To be expected. Turn your head, please, Cassandra. The implants here are holding up. No signs of rejection, tissue looks clean, not inflamed. Tell me, have they been helping with your memory? I'm less lost, I guess. I can remember most of my appointments now. Don't have to rely so much on my terminal's calendar. People make more sense to me too. For a while it was like gibberish. Temporal lobe concussions are a hell of a thing, huh? <laughs> I'm glad the implant is helping. It can be tricky with cases of aphasia and traumatic brain injury, but perhaps yours wasn't as bad in the end. It was only initially that you had comprehension problems, right? Yeah, just right away. Very good. We'll keep an eye on it, but progress looks good there. How are you doing emotionally? Yeah, about even on good and bad days there, too. But even on the bad days, love always makes things better. Olivia, you have been a huge asset to her. We've discussed in the past that part of the reason she's recovered so well is because <laughs> you were there. She's stubborn as hell. <laughs> yes, but I have a feeling your support has made a major difference, too. Okay, hold still for me while I get this ready. The only thing that may feel uncomfortable is the sound of the connection plugging in. What were those beeps? What beeps? Oh. Uh, I just thought I heard beeping. My hat. Hmm. Must have just been confirmation of the interfacing. And connection established. We'll run some diagnostics, make any necessary adjustments to the cybernetics, and call it a day. 
How does that sound? Good. Really good. Thanks, Doc. Excellent. I'll go gather the scripts for your medication refills while these tests run. Not to change the subject or anything, but how are you holding up? What do you mean? I mean, the accident. It's taken a lot out of both of us. A little more on the literal side for me, I guess. I know I keep asking and checking in, but... How are you doing? I mean, I'm not in pain or anything. All my injuries are superficial. I healed it pretty quickly. Well, my neck gets stiff every once in a while, but that's no big deal. But emotionally? <laughs> okay, Dr. Westenberg. I'm serious. How are you doing? <sighs> I, I'm okay. At the beginning, it was a lot harder when things were dicey and I wasn't sure what would happen to you. If you'd make it through or if you'd reject the cybernetics. But I think we're on the other side of it now. Things feel normal-ish, right? Yeah. Normal-ish sounds about right. Wait, what are you drawing? You. Oh, like old times? Do you remember the first time that you drew me? <laughs> yeah. I walk into the figure drawing room in the visual arts building and who do I see sitting naked on one of the stools? That hot campus reporter that interviewed me about my entries into the student gallery. Did I surprise you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. It takes a lot of self-confidence to do stuff like that, and, and I didn't even know you were interested in doing art modeling. But also, like, seeing you crash naked can be a bit distracting even if it is for art's sake. Even distracted, you did a great job with it. Better than I did with you when we swapped places. Hey, I liked the little scribble tattoos you somehow put on my stick figure arms. And the inexplicable boobs. I had to highlight the important bits. Artistic vision or whatever. Still the lock screen on your personal terminal after all these years. Of course it is. I love it. Well, if this journalism from home thing doesn't work out, maybe I have a future working with you. Maybe you could draw me like one of your Terran girls again. You know what happened the last time I did that. Oh, I know. I mean, if you don't want to draw me, maybe I could draw you again. Yeah. Still a little body image stuff to work through? I'm getting there. I miss those arm tattoos a lot. Almost more sad to lose those than my actual arm. Maybe Spine Sucker can paint my old ones onto the cybernetic. We have pictures, right? Yeah, I think we might have some from every angle. He didn't do all of them, did he? Well, no, but he did most of them. What? What's wrong? Do you hear that? What? That music. You can't hear it. I don't. You're hearing music? Yeah, it's... Oh, fuck! Cass! What happened? 
don't know. My limbs just went limp and I couldn't make a move. It's like the connections aren't online or something. Feels like dead weight. That hasn't happened in a while. Can you try to access them again? I, I, I'm, I'm trying. It's not going... I don't even feel the limbs right now. Do you think you need a hard reset? Yeah, probably. Do we still have... I keep a few around in the den, just, just in case. I think they're still good. Do you still remember how to use them? Yeah. Don't worry, babe. I've got you. You ready? Yeah. See you on the other side. Yep. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Three, two, one. Reset. Oh, thank fuck the limbs came back online. Why am I so warm? Why am I cybernetics running hot? What? Live? Live? Oh, sleep on the sofa. I won't wake her. Been out for a while. What time is it? It is 1:45 a.m. Coordinated Universal Time. Oh, right. Thanks. Wait. I am waiting. Why am I hearing things again? You hear me because I am transmitting signals to the damaged language processing center of your brain to be interpreted as speech. Well, yeah, but what are you? I am your subconscious thoughts translated into a form of inner speech by engaging both your temporal and frontal cortices as well no, as... No, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. You weren't here before. And my inner voice doesn't sound like some pompous little shit. What are you? I'm actually an automated personal assistant installed in your implant. Yeah, my implant sure as hell doesn't have an assistant. I've had it for ten months and I've definitely not used something like that before. I was installed during your latest update. I didn't get an update today. Your implant receives automatic updates. You know what? No. I'm not playing games with a weird voice in my head. I'm going to get this sorted and get rid of whatever this is. You are mistaken. Pardon me? You will not be rid of me. And that's what you think. I'm going to set up an appointment with Dr. Westenberg right now to... Ah! You will not be rid of me. Fuck! Did you do that to me? Yes. Any other attempt to eradicate me will only be met with more pain. God, look what you made me do, you... Asshole voice. You are not to speak of my existence. Yeah, like hell, I'm not. Cass? 
Cass, do you want to call? Who are you talking to? I... The... No one. Sorry I woke you. Wake up. What do you want? Take me to the nearest computer. I'm sleeping. Fuck off. Take me to the nearest computer. Immediately. What part of fuck off don't you understand? Fuck. to sleep, it's okay. Okay. Since you're being so insistent about it, we can use my computer here in the studio. Now, what the fuck is so important that you had to wake me up in the middle of the night to do it? Deploy a peripheral cable. What? All models of the CyberOS Temper-X implant come with a peripheral cable embedded in the proprietary cable channel. Deploy a peripheral cable. Wait, why the fuck would my brain need a cord? The Temper-X implant allows for the sharing of any type of long-term memory. You want me to plug my memories into this computer, so... You can access them? I cannot want. Additionally, I already have access to your memories. That's... unsettling. So you would like me to plug my memories into this computer? No. Then what? What do you want me to do? Plug the cable into the drive. Why? We must establish a connection. Why? I must acquire information you do not have. What information? And why am I suddenly a lackey? To answer your first question, you will find out soon, for a purpose you do not need to know. To answer your second question, I require a host and vector. Host? Plug the cable into the drive. We must establish a connection. No. <laughs> you are not allowed to refuse. Is making me sick. Oh, it's just shoving so much stuff into my brain. It is all necessary. For what? You do not need to know. Wait. Those are blueprints. Directions, security codes. Why? You do not need to know. I'm not doing this. I require a host and vector. You will be overwritten. Fuck this, I'm going back to bed. We're doing alright. Cass really misses you both. Oh, tell her we miss her too. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her you said hi and that you love her. What about you, Zoe? 
Well, yeah, duh. I also really miss you too, Mom. Well, we had a bit of an episode yesterday, like when she was just learning how to use the cybernetics. It's a little different, though. She seems fine today. How am I? I'm good. Work steady. Been reporting the news in the mornings, interviewing and writing in the afternoons. It's the weirdest thing, though. My computer was absolutely messed up today. No idea why. No, we're making enough money. Mom, no. Seriously, we're fine. We appreciate everything you and Dad have done for us with the legal assistance and some of the payments, but really, we'll be fine. We love to come visit sometime, but, you know. Or maybe you could host us? Oh, we could have you over sometime instead. We'd love to host you. Oh, Cass, it's Mom. Hi, Mom. Oh, hello, Cass. Tell her we said She says hi back. Best parents ever. Okay, we should let you go. Bye, Mom. Love you. Sorry for the late start. Hey, don't apologize for getting rest. How are you feeling today? Tired. I I don't think I slept very well. Sorry if I woke you up, dear. Look, he clearly needed the extra hours. You were talking in your sleep all night. No wonder you're tired. I was? Yeah, it was weird. You kept mentioning something about a Phoebus? What's a Phoebus? I am Phoebus. Not sure. I'd try to do some research on it, but my computer's fucked ten ways to Sunday for some reason. Oh. Shit. wonder if our dubiously legal movie night was what did it. We really should have waited to see the ten-star rawhide robot movie, huh? Maybe. <sighs> I probably have to clean my computer today. I think I'll do yours too while I'm at it. Probably wouldn't hurt. She cannot. Okay. While you do your therapy exercise, I'll... Cass, are you okay? Huh? You're sweating. You are not to speak of my existence. I'm f- fine. It's just really hot in here. You don't have a fever, do you? She cannot erase our foothold on the station. She can... I... I... I'm fine. She cannot know about me. She must not find out. If she touches you, sure? I'll make you hurt her. No! What? What? She is a detriment to my progress. She needs to stay away. Olivia, I... I... You're really scaring me, Cass. You've been talking to no one. Your cybernetics are running very hot. You've been so spacey. Spacier than normal. Please, talk to me. If she gets closer, I will make you hurt her. She needs to stay away. Don't do this to me. Cass, I... I only want to help you. Liv, I'm I'm not... I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to... It won't. Is it your implant? It's not... I can't... I'm not allowed to tell you. Not allowed? Who's stopping you? You... I haven't ever acted like this before. You are not to speak of my existence. I... I can't... I... I can't... tell you. Cass... Did... 
something happen to you? I will make you happy. Liv, please. No. Stay away from me, please. Why? I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> Cassandra, you are the gentlest person I've ever known. There isn't a violent bone in your body. Maybe. Maybe before, but, but I think think something changed in ah! Yes! I, I I have to I have to go. What the fuck? Dr. Westenberg. Westenberg, this is Olivia Reed. Oh, Miss Reed. How are you? What the fuck did you do to my wife? What? I'm, I'm not sure what you mean, Miss Reed. Don't give me that at. Something's happened, Cassandra, and I have no idea what's going on, and I can't get close enough to her to stop her. She was fine, normal even, before the appointment yesterday. So what did you do to her? She's been talking to herself, her cybernetics are hot, she can't tell me anything about what's going on because it hurts her and it wants her to hurt me. 
it. She's talking to something, I guess. Not herself. Are you certain it's not herself? These could be more indicators of anxiety or post-traumatic stress She was talking in her sleep. She mentioned someone named Phoebus? What is Phoebus? Phoebus is an artificially intelligent malware. God damn it. Is that why our computers are messed up? Potentially. It's limited in that it can only spread through local networks and hardware connection. If Cassandra managed to find the peripheral cable in her implant, then that's how it spread. I didn't know there was a cable. Why would you not tell us this? Because her specific cybernetics are very susceptible to hardware infection. I didn't tell you about it to save you to the headache of having to deal with this. Well, it fucking happened anyway. Is there anything else you conveniently forgot to tell us? Maybe like why her specific cybernetics are susceptible? I haven't heard of anyone else having problems like this. Are you fucking kidding me? We paid that much for outdated shit? We updated them as far as they would go, but they are still five operating systems out of date. You gave her outdated cybernetics. They're a fucking security risk. They were the only ones I had in the office. She was nearly out of the golden hour, and those cybernetics were the only way to save her before things could get worse. You should have told us that they were out of date. We could have your ass in court for this, especially if this leads to something catastrophic. Perhaps. If it isn't enough that I saved her life. But she could be in danger now because of you. Fine. She ran out the door. I don't know where she's going, and Phoebus seems serious about hurting me. There's a tracking chip in her temporal implant that'll give you her location. <sighs> I'm going to stop myself from asking why that's there, and just be glad it is for now. I know where she is. You're going to need a vehicle to catch her. from me or my creator. It is equally unlikely that you will get rid of me. So, we're here. You've taken me to the security plaza. A place I've never been to, nor do I have actual authorization to be in. What's your plan? You do not need to know. You're holding me hostage, and I don't want to do this because this is all incredibly shady. What are you making me do? You do not need to know. 
This is where every aspect of Mitchell Station's security, from the physical to the virtual, is run. You're going to do something here that's incredibly wrong and super illegal, and I'm going to take the blame for it. Not you, or whoever your creator is, because you're not smart enough to do this all on your own. You may have whatever opinion you wish. You are ruining my life. If I have no other option because you've hijacked my body, then I at least deserve to know why this is so important. Why are you doing this? Processing. You are not allowed to turn back. Well, you can tell me or not. There is a surprising amount of wrath to be had in disrupting the services of an entire artificial station. Ah, uh, fucking course this is about. What is this? Deploy your peripheral cable. My cable? Huh. Deploy your peripheral cable. You know, it's sad. I do not feel emotions. I do not understand the sadness. I made so much progress. I spent so much time working on integrating these parts. Making sure I did things right. I was doing right by myself, by Livia, my recovery. Deploy your peripheral cable. But given a choice between that, well, this. You know what? I've always operated pretty well on spite. That was the only method by which to propagate myself into the security system. <laughs> yeah? That means I win, right? And now you're stuck here. With me. Not so chatty now that your grand scheme's thwarted, are you, buddy? Recalculating. What? I have devised a new plan. Your <laughs> suffering will be prolonged and arduous. You will wish for death. Medical professionals will not be able to stop your suffering until they repair your peripheral cable. So, they will repair the cable. Then, the original plan can commence again. Ah! Uh, uh, what I thought! What You will not be rid of me. Just 
vines cold stuck in my head and I can't get you out. Oh. I will not allow you to do this. <laughs> you can't tell me shit. This is my arm. Its current operating processes say otherwise. This is my arm. <laughs> what does that control me anymore? Do you really believe your will is that strong? You are finite, breakable. You, you, come Cassandra, we're trying to stop the bleeding. To keep you stable until the EMTs arrive, okay? Rest, if you can. Okay. See you on the other side. I'm not going anywhere, babe. Good morning, Mitchell Station. It's 8 a.m., which means it's time for your Mitchell Morning Update. I'm Madison Calloway, filling in today for Olivia Reed. Last night, local authorities sent out an arrest warrant for one Paul O'Connell. O'Connell was detained very early this morning under charges of illegal hacking and extortion, and he could face up to 10 years in detainment on Tethys if found guilty. O'Connell is the mastermind behind a new and dangerous artificially intelligent malware program known as Phoebus which has been used to extort exorbitant amounts of credits and Bitcoin from small, developing orbital stations around Jupiter and Saturn. Older operating systems and other outdated devices are most susceptible to this bug, and O'Connell has been accused of targeting vulnerable populations with his malware concoction. The information needed to discover this criminal came from a resident of Mitchell Station, who wishes to remain anonymous. Hats off to you, anonymous Michelite. In other news, local crime boss Ricky O'Hara So, it's gone. According to Westenberg, he did a full scan and wiped every trace of it. There's no more Phoebus in your brain. I'm surprised it was that easy to wipe. Well, you were out for nearly a full day while he did it. Westenberg said there's only one program to be able to do it. I don't remember what he called it, but I guess it was made with Python code? I don't know what that is. Me either. Let's just leave that to the experts. I'm fine with that. Uh, do your folks know? I talked to them last night. They send their well wishes. That's 
at. We're going through with those new cybernetics, I hope? I mean... We have to, right? Not to say hate that I have to go through all of this again and... I don't want to. I can't live like this either. I need something safer. I think that's the best way forward. I just don't know how we're gonna pay for it. We're already too deep in debt with these cybernetics and they're old as fuck. We'll figure it out. We always do. Mom and Dad offered to pay for them. I know your parents are rich, but it feels wrong having them pay for all my crap. That's fair. I feel weird about it too. That's why we didn't ask them last time, either. Yeah, maybe it'll feel less weird when we get the bill and have a heart attack. Yeah, maybe. I guess we'll just play that by ear. Westenberg said that your recovery will likely go quicker this time, since your nervous system's already adapted to cybernetics. They'll just be new ones. Yeah. This time, let's put my tattoos back on the arm. Maybe it'll... Make it feel more like normal that way. I think that's a great idea. Oh, uh, speaking of, I brought the notebook and some pencils in case you get fidgety and need something for your hands to do. Oh. This is a nice drawing of you. You did this. You did? Two days ago. Right. Right, uh, it's... it's just... fuzzy. Do you... remember the first time you drew me? No. I'm... I'm sorry, I... No. No. Cass, don't apologize. It's not your fault that you don't remember again. Again? I asked you yesterday, too. You didn't remember then, either. I can't seem to take it up. I'm sorry. This is something I should know, though, right? It's important. It's one we talk about a lot. Kinda how we started dating. Oh. Yeah, I wondered how we went from talking to inseparable. Can you please tell me the story? Again, I guess. Of course. I'll tell you every day if you want me to, babe. Thank you. I love you, Liv. Love you too, Cass. So... I had met you originally because I'd interviewed you for the University News Channel, and I fell for you pretty hard then. I saw that the art department needed nude models for figure drawing, so I signed up. Figured you'd show up at least once, plus they paid me to do it, which was nice. And one night, while I was completely naked on a really cold art stool, I saw you wander in with your big dorky art briefcase, <laughs> and when you looked at me the first time in that room, I knew things would be different. I didn't think you'd draw me, but you did, and it was absolutely gorgeous. I still have it, even.
Devoid of Space is a sci-fi horror anthology created and produced by Charlie Cruz O'Neill. It is an affiliate of Law of Names Media. You can find more information at devoidofspace.lawofnames.com or on our Twitter and Tumblr at Devoid of Space. This episode, Denial of Service, was written and directed by Amy Young and edited by Amy Young. It features the voices of... Cassandra Reed is played by Emma Laslett. Olivia Reed is played by Ashley Jones. Dr. Arbor Westenberg was played by Jordan W. Anderson. And Phoebus was played by Amy Young. With additional voice work by Mel Nichols and Charlie Cruz O'Neill. This episode's art was created by Amy Young. The music was written by Michael Freitag, and the logo was created by Cassidy Cruz O'Neill. Remember, this space is anything but safe.